Hi, everyone. Welcome to Domain Sherpa. We've got another awesome Domain Sherpa review for all y'all today. We have Drew, Shane, and I on the show playing the domain game where the Sherpas mentioned a domain they recently bought or sold, and the other Sherpas try and guess the price with the winner getting some Sherpa or media options swag. On that note, the media options Domain Sherpa store is now live on shop.mediaoptions.com. Again, that's shop.mediaoptions.com. So check that out. And also, as usual, on the show, we discuss a bunch of names coming up for auction on Namejet with some highlights including astonish.com, hairgames.com and getmorelease.com. All this is coming up right now here on Domain Sherpa where all roads lead to domains. So let's ride. What's up, Sherpa Network? Thank you for tuning in today. My name is Jonathan Tenenbaum, a.k.a. JT, a.k.a. On, and I am the host and producer of Domain Sherpa, where all roads lead to domains. Today's show is a Domain Sherpa review where we get into the minds of successful domain investors using real examples so we can learn strategies and tactics to become better successful domain name investors ourselves. These are the experts. So there are now four segments to a Domain Sherpa review, which, as I said on the last episode, based on the ways the shows have been going, the first segment is the grand opening, and that's where I intro the Sherpas. We see what's going on with them. We talk about just whatever we kind of get into early in the show. Then uh, segment two, we've got the domain game, and that's where we hear about what the Sherpas recently bought and sold. Everybody guesses on the buy or sell price, and we eventually give out prizes. We keep score, and then we give out prizes to the winner. We just launched the media options store. We got the uh, media options off the market forever. We got some domain Sherpa swag. We got more coming. Uh, so definitely check it out. But we've given those that stuff away to the winner. We got hoodies, all that good stuff. Uh, the third segment is Name Jet in a Jet. We review a list of domains coming up for auction on Name Jet. Shane, show them the uh, show them the matching shirt, man. Let them see what's good. Bam, what's up? Name Jet's getting their money's worth today, y'all. Uh, and then that's the third segment. And then the fourth segment is the grand closing. And that's where we discuss anything that we haven't covered already. What's going on in the domain space, looking at the market trends, current events, allowing our guests to talk about anything, uh, promote anything that they we already haven't covered that uh, they might have going on. So all that good stuff. And uh, so, yeah, so that's basically what's up. So those are the four segments. We've separated grand opening, grand closing, as you can see. We used to close with that, but we cover so much ground in the beginning of these shows where we talk about different stuff and kind of go off on a few tangents that we've decided that that should be its own segment into itself. So those are the four segments of a Domain Sherpa review, which is a seminal show here on the Domain Sherpa Network. Um, and uh, so with that, I just want to go ahead and uh, we've got a, we got a tight crew today. Uh, Josh called in sick, uh, so we'll have to, you know, he'll see that reflected on his paycheck, but um, it's all he's good. He's got three vacation days left this year, I think. <laughs> yeah, except he's got to give us better. No, we go unlimited, unlimited, uh, <laughs> unlimited time off so that people take none. That's that's like the ultimate. That's mind. the main benefit here. That's the ultimate yeah. mind game. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, so for those of you who don't know, but everybody already knows, over to my right, I got my man Shane Culture, aka Sugar Shane, aka Honey Shane, aka Mike Rowe, in the building doing his thing, rocking his glasses and stuff, looking extra smart. 
we got him out of the uh, supply closet that he was in on the last episode. Because <laughs> um, yeah. we're running a lot. Of, we're running back to back to back. We've done a handful. We didn't have a couple of uh, Domain Sherpa review for about a two-week stretch. People were like, man, where, where's the Domain Sherpa review at? So now we're hitting you with three weeks in a row. Definitely uh, getting deep into the Namejet inventory to come up with names. But we've got some good ones today that we're going to talk about. Uh, so uh, anyway, so Shane's doing his thing. I, um, you know, we had talked a little bit on the last show about the Colonel White and Fur honey, but Shane's got beehouse.com artisan honey. The shit is fantastic. You got to go get yourself some jars of that. Um, but he's got some special uh, edition stuff coming out that he's going to be labeling with his, uh, one of his board apes, one of his NFTs, Colonel White and Fur, the oldest ape. Shout out to Colonel White and Fur, member of the Zoo Tank Clan, the zoo representing BAYC all day. And he's and, already uh, been banned on Twitter. His yeah, mouth so he's, is, he, yeah, he's, he's, he's literally his account's been closed. So, he, man, he's got to watch his mouth. The oldest ape. He's seen some shit. And yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, man. So, uh, but I actually was on Alvin uh, Brown, the Kickstart commerce podcast yesterday i did mention we talked through some nfts recap some of the stuff we talked about we just dropped our nft episode uh so everybody who uh you know who's willing to kind of veer off away from domains core you know core domains into got four hours to spare (laughs) it was a good it was a long show it was a good one though and uh so check that out we had alan dunn josh uh drew shane and myself that was covered a lot of ground talking about the board ape yacht club ape a baby nfts that was a good one but we did talk about the uh that that you got coming up with the the all white honey and so how many jars you said there's only like what 20 some jars yeah 25 yeah 20 25 i think i'll get out of it yeah and and i'll explain it more later but basically we we do honey it comes out in all different colors so you see different trees have different flavor and different honey and and every once in a while in central illinois and maybe other states i don't know you'll take out the honey it'll be white like crystal clear super sweet but no color at all and it just doesn't look right but man it's cool looking honey especially when it's in the jar and it's sitting on the shelf nobody knows what it is so i'm gonna label that and we got i'm gonna use my you know that's a great thing about these some of these nfts is you own the right so you can do anything you want so i'm gonna use him as kind of like my main guy and it's gonna be his honey we got a special label coming out a holographic top and, you're, and then Joe Ruiz, who's our man and one of the best illustrators we've ever seen, he's going to do a special print, like a bees and a monkey poking at the beehive kind of thing. Um, <laughs> and it's going to be a 0.25 ETH. You're going to get a jar, that jar of honey. I only got 25. That's it. And then you're going to get that print. And then you're going to get like a collectible card. And uh, when they're gone, they're gone. And so. you got Colonel Whitenfer in the background. That's him, right? Right. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's he's so. he's the white ape in the back. Yeah, yeah he's yeah. a forever. I think he's a forever ape. You never know. Like when he buys that house in Hawaii, I just might name it Colonel Whitenfer and get rid of him. <laughs> and sell the ape. Yeah, it's like I'll sell the ape and keep the house. I I can still I can you know everybody's got to have a memory. Yeah. Uh, no <laughs> doubt. No doubt. Well, no, and I think that's one of the cool things about the Board ABI Club is that you've got basically unlimited derivative rights. Uh, you know, they're not capped or anything. And, uh, you know, yeah. so you've so got I'm taking all my worlds. I'm taking domains. You know, that's what people think. Oh, we're shifting our focus to NFT. No, we're, we are businessmen and yeah. NFTs are just another thing that we're making money, having a good time. That's what we have fun with domains. I mean, we laugh just as hard at domains. It all comes yeah. together. I got beehouse.com, a great domain. I got a Shopify site. So you're taking these new technologies, making life easier. Shopify said, you know what? We're going to start selling NFTs so I can sell an NFT on Shopify yeah. and do this whole package. Amazing. Yeah, that's and they're really cool. doing it. This is just 
I mean, just an amazing world. So you can say we're shifting focus and we're not shifting focus. We're opening our, we're broadening out our range. If you can't focus on three things, that's your problem, not mine. I can, <laughs> I can focus on domains. No, I can is, focus on NFTs. If I'm going to learn how to juggle while we're doing all this, I can do that too. I'm just going to, you know, there's plenty to do. And I, I love it. I love it. You're going to see it all come yeah. together on this little package. Shop.mediaoptions.com, which is our Shopify site. So it's shop.mediaoptions.com. And I mean, man, we got everything from mugs. This is like, so I, and what made me think of it was you mentioned Shopify again, and we've got Shopify, you know, as the back end, and it's got the hoodies. We got a puzzle, a 250 piece puzzle. I'm going to get that for the kids. And <laughs> here's the thing we're not even trying to make, I mean, these are one off type things. We're not even really trying to make money off this. This is just to like, you know, kind of share. No, some I mean, to, to be clear, I don't even think we could make money off this shit. Like I think I think it's like a dollar margin or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm just saying. But I I dig this stuff, man. I and mean, not just because I'm like yeah, it's cool. I think it's super cool. We got off the market. I like the forever. I like the off the market forever. That, that yeah, that's the off hot. the market forever hoodie. I got to send one to Alvin. I got to send one to Josh because he won the uh, he won the. It's a great wedding game. gift. He won the domain game recently. Totally. So I don't know if you saw, covered. but on Instagram, uh, I I I saw uh, Paris Hilton. Uh, uh, her her fiance bought her a uh, like a handbag, like a big basket handbag, with it says off the market. <laughs> oh no way! Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's crazy. And then uh, yeah, we got the wireless chargers. I, with I commented below it. I was like, yeah, but are you off the market forever? Yeah, <laughs> yeah let her know. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so yeah, so shop.mediaoptions.com. Check it out. It's all good. Um, and uh, you can actually, this is what's kind of funny. You can even buy this stuff in installment payments. I mean, they really do make it like you could buy it with Apple Apple Pay. I've been using Apple Pay like like crazy. It's so easy to spend money with Apple Pay. And now, you know, first it started where I was using it with sites, like, you know, buying online. Now I use it everywhere. I'm like that dude, you know, where it's like before I, you know, and, and you, know, you hear somebody be like, hey, you know, you take Apple Pay. I'm like, oh, you know, this, is, this guy's probably also got his Google glasses on or whatever. You know what I mean? But like now, man, it's just like bump, bump, boom, and I'm out. Like it really is that easy. So and if you're trying to get a drop, let's say there's something that they sell out quickly, have an Apple Pay, you cut in line because it's all oh, pre set in there. So like when I'm trying to get new shoes at Nike that drop. Apple Pay gets, mm -hmm. gets them for me when nothing. That's else. a great point, man. Because I'll tell you, now that there are so many different things that are dropped, that are you know that you're obtaining the drops, yeah. You know where you know, it's funny. It used to remind me of just like concert tickets and other things that had that really quick kind of demand sellout secondary market, you know. But now sneakers and collectibles and obviously NFTs and you know there's a, the whole thing with NFTs that we're just you know got put onto is the minting on the on directly on contract or whatever the. Yeah. Uh, you know, yeah, um, now you're working on gas fees. It's all about trying to figure out how to get in line. And and if it's a website, Apple Pay is the fastest. I'm sure fast. There's a company called Fast that specializes in that too, kind of stuff. Well, that's interesting. Through, but cool. Yeah. But it's uh, yeah, it's, again, technology. Got to cut <laughs> in line, man. Technology. Whatever it takes. A lot of money in cutting in line. <laughs> exactly. I, I, absolutely. I mean, that's what high frequency trading is all about, right? Yeah, yeah. They spent billions of dollars just to be a little bit. What was that movie? Not to get faster. too far off. What was that movie where the guy was doing a whole cable line? I think it's a true story where they're doing an underground cable line from Colorado to New York to try and save two seconds. And the whole movie is about this process of him trying to build that line and go under mountains. And at the very end, I'm going to give it away because nobody's going to watch it because it's such a shitty movie. 
somebody makes cell phone towers that beat him. Oh, <laughs> yeah. He spends all these years making this, this line to get a faster trade. And then like, yep, you just got beat by some cell phone towers. by one. <laughs> okay. Yeah. The, the hummingbird project. Is, yeah. Is that, I don't, is that the name of the movie too? Yeah. It's uh, the stockbroker pitches his uh, partner on a fiber optic yeah, cable it, from Kansas to New York. And I think Twitchy, whatever is real, that's a terrible name. But the guy from um, oh, the, t- the, the show about uh, them building the startups, oh, the guy that twitches all the time, the actor. Oh, you know. Oh, anyway. uh, uh, yeah. It's yeah, called you know Startup, no? or like Silicon Valley or something. Yeah, Silicon Valley. The main guy of that, I think, is the star of the movie, if I remember. Somebody like that. All right. Yeah. Right. So uh, the movie's got Selma Hayek in it, I guess. And uh... Oh, I'm sold. <laughs> the, uh, I think that's it, but that's but that's again that whole thing is about traders spending a yeah, yeah. billion dollars to build to save point one millisecond or something. Well, look trade. at so look at the drop, right? I mean, you know, I can tell you being behind the scenes with snap names for a long time and and understanding the way dropping domains works. I mean, you know, the drop catch technology for years. I mean, you had Chris Ambler who developed the first system for Enom and. You know, so much of that technology was be, was built and, and huge domains and drop catch was built around speed, efficiency and taking advantage of the, the, the dropping domain Absolutely. algorithms to be able to grab the, uh, you know, as many names as possible. And, uh, you know, to the point that Verisign had to create a new pool for the drop catchers and all that good stuff. But I mean, the, the, the drop, I mean, what you're what you're talking about is you're also talking about the drop. Same thing. It's all about trying to get in line. And get those valuable assets so that um, you know, then they can be you know monetized and sold and everything else. So, yeah, man. Yeah. So speed kill. All roads lead to no. All roads lead to domains. <laughs> all roads lead to domains. We got all to, roads. We got to get right. that up next on the swag on this shop because like that's uh, you know that's 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 yeah. We we when we'll have Mo walking down you know a yellow brick road. All roads lead to <laughs> domains. I love it. So, um, all right, cool. And then with that, so Shane, welcome to the show as always. Good to be here as always. I live, I live here. I just park. <laughs> and then last but not least, you know, we got my man, Andrew Rosner, CEO, founder of media options, owner, publisher, domain Sherpa, number one domain broker in the world, the world. And, uh, you know, AKA, AKA, you know what? I'm not even, you don't even want me to do any AKAs, man. But I do AKA Morpheus, AKA John Gold, Atlas Shrug, you know what I mean? AKA Dirk Diggler Domains, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I got I got no new ones today, man, you know? AKA Usain Bolt, you know what I'm saying? That's a new one, you know, because it's all about speed, son. It's all about running fast. Insane Bolt. It's all, you know, here's why. Insane about- Bolt, that's it. That's my new nickname, <laughs> Insane Bolt. I like that. Because <laughs> it's all about not just being fast, but it's also about being first. You know what I'm saying? And uh, so it's that's in the membrane, baby. So, you know, so instead of you saying bolt, insane bolt, <laughs> maybe that'll be the name of one of your apes. You know what I'm saying? So anyway, um, I, look, man, I, I intro on you even seems kind of silly at this point. But for you all, y'all, you know what it is. You know, Drew's the dude. And uh, so, uh, yeah, man, welcome also to the show. Thanks for being here. We got, like I said, a bit of a smaller crew, but we got a lot of a lot of power in this in this in this trifecta, right? Yeah, it's now. three on three basketball. Sometimes <laughs> a little quicker, a little faster, and more scoring. Yeah. Have you guys been watching that at all? On the uh, with the Olympics, no, I mean, it's, well, an, it's I, an Olympic it took sport me a little now. while to figure out where the hell the I other can't. two people were and why they kept throwing it back. <laughs> <laughs> 
Where is the rest of the players? It's like Marvel. Like, it's like Thanos just, did. All she snap. did is turn around. Thanos did the snap and half the people disappeared. You know what I'm saying? It's like, wait, what? Oh, now we got to play on three. You know? Man, and, uh, wait, I don't two. understand. What are you talking about? There's in three the Olympics. Three on three basketball. There's now three on three basketballs in Olympic sport. So it's half court. Yeah, half court because they just said, you know what? It's a different type of game. And look, t- t- as somebody who's a basketball fan, I coach my kids. Like, you know, I'm all about it. I think it's an interest. And there is the three on three league that is the big three. Uh, league, you know, Ice Cube and folks who've put out started this new league that has a bunch of older NBA players that now play three on three basketball, you know, and, and and that's, you know, it's a thing. They got three and three tournaments. They got three on three leagues. Like I said, they got the one that, that's literally. Okay. We've been all been doing it since TV. we were kids. I mean, yeah. that's how we always. Yeah, no, to do it. look, I, I hear you. Yeah. But now it's but it is weird sport. to see them do. They do it the same way I, we did when we were seven. They run out to the line and <laughs> tiptoe over it and turn around and throw it up. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> No, but like that's part of the strategy is like to be able to get those shots off. And uh, yeah, it's just pretty wild, you know, and part of it is uh, Japan has a guy who played in the U.S. and, uh, you know, didn't make it in any of the big leagues necessarily, but plays over there. And uh, was, but playing overseas is still still an accomplishment. But the uh, so he's part of the but he's a Japanese citizen now and he's like dunking all over the place. They haven't won a lot of games, but, you know, he's become like, you know, as, you know, these feel good stories that come out of the Olympics and stuff. And he's like the home you know, the hometown hero there doing the thing. And, uh, so, you know, yeah, you got low self-esteem. You go over to Japan, you know, people are half your size. You just dunk on them. <laughs> <laughs> Makes you good entertainment. Uh, they call hey, the man. six foot seven guy, the giant for what it's <laughs> worth. Well, that's what I think is crazy though. And what people don't so, realize is, uh, you know, the, you know, these overseas, some of these overseas leagues are really, really competitive and really good. And, Super like, guys, competitive. You know, and the guys who don't make it in. The hey, game. listen, France yeah. just France just smoked the U.S. Yeah, yeah, they beat us, man. They got us, and we've been losing a lot of games. And we've got some of the best. I mean, we have arguably the best players in the world. Now, granted, we don't have LeBron and Steph too Curry much, and too stuff. Much, yeah, but, but too much ego yeah. on the court. But you still have a team with Kevin Durant and Dame Lillard, and like you know, all these guys, Bradley Beal, and like you know, just a whole bunch of different players that. You know, how do you lose with that team that you got? I mean, it's but crazy. the other teams have exactly that teams. We got five stars that come together and they just got off the playoffs a lot. They know how to play together. And yeah. that's fair. And that's a good point. They don't practice together a ton. You know, it's there is what people don't realize about basketball as much as having one really good player or two really good players could, you know, will win you, you know, potentially championships you still have to play as a team because, you know, there's so much that goes into the fluidity of it the strategy of it and all of that kind of stuff like and playing at that high level, man. I mean, geez, yeah. the difference between, you know, and you, these guys are all six foot seven, six foot eight can shoot. I mean, I remember mm-hmm. seeing something, it was like Gilbert Arenas and maybe it was Bradley Beal, the two guys for the wizards, John wall, I forget who it was, but they were shooting around and they were showing how like with no defense, these guys literally will make 50 NBA three pointers in a row. You know what I mean? Like, it's like that crazy. And if you've ever even tried to shoot an NBA three pointer, I feel like, you know, I'm shooting like a half court shot, like You're you know, it, yeah. maybe it'll hit something, you know what I mean? But these guys are like, bam, bam, bam. And it just shows you that when you put another guy in his face, who's that fast and world-class athlete and that tall and big that, you know, it's how hard that is. It's easy as a sideline, you know, like, uh, you know, armchair quarterback to be like, Oh, whatever. But, it, and also about the NBA, the thing that's crazy. And I say this a lot is, is a matter of perspective. And I think this is a, like a life lesson. It's like, when you look at the NBA players on TV, you think, you know, they don't seem that big. Right. And you see, you know, but like I tell my kids, I'm like, Oh, you see these video clips of a guy like Steve Nash or Allen Iverson. Those guys are taller than me. You know what I'm saying? Oh and, yeah. You know, like, Listen. Holy shit. Like how big are these dudes in real life? You know? 
I, I worked for the Boston Celtics and like yeah. I, I I got to be on the floor for the whole summer league. Like I got to go to, you know, that was the year, the first year uh, 2001 or 2000 or something. And, 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 you know, they won the Eastern conference championship. They lost the finals, but still, you know, they had this big old party at the end of the year that, you know, uh, they rented out like one of those casino boats out of, that goes out of Massachusetts, goes offshore yeah. and then you can gamble. Uh, yeah, we had Antoine Walker, man. He was, that was oh, before, yeah. you know, yeah. man, Antoine was, dude, that dude, I mean, I should have known he was going to end up broke. That dude was <laughs> at the table. You know, it was like me and a bunch of other little dudes, you know, we're just out there like throwing down $10 bets on the, on the craps table. And this dude comes in and he's just like throwing down like $20,000 bets. Each roll was like 20 grand, 20 grand. But that night he actually ended up winning. Um, but you know, we, we, we had Paulie Pierce, we had Antoine Walker, we had, um, uh, 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 Eric, uh, um, uh, what was that dude? He looked like dude from uh, street fighter. Um, yeah. Uh, street fighter. Oh, yeah. He was like, you gotta bite your, bite your head off. Eric, yeah. The uh, dude, hold on. W. Yeah. Eric Williams. Eric, Eric Williams. Williams. Yeah. yeah he, he played that. for, uh, he, I think he played his college ball at Providence, man. <laughs> No, he had a, he had a big mouth. Special. That was his thing. His yeah, he had a he had a grill that was special. Yeah, yeah. real special. Um, yeah. He had the Rolls Royce grill. Yeah, um, no, for sure. <laughs> Street fighter, that's some shit. But I remember him playing on that team. And yeah, Ansel Walker, he's one. Hey, of yo, the- by the way, though, Eric Williams was one of the nicest players in the league. That dude was super <laughs> nice. Um, he was just really kind. Like just a kind person. Like come over and just start chatting with you and hang and talk. And he was cool. You know, and Antoine would be like, yo, get that rebound. And he'd be like, you know, throw a ball at your head or something. Like, um, but that, yeah. that was, that was a great time. But the point was, is I would go stand with these dudes and it was like, Oh damn. Like I'm not short, but like, I, I mean, you're minuscule. You're like chest level to the shortest guy. By the way, that's you- my dad's six six. So I grew up. Oh my wow! Six six. My my uncle six seven, and my other uncle seven foot. So I I grew up with height. Your uncle seven foot but tall. Th- yeah, Uncle Al is. He's not even <laughs> part of the family. He just he married a he married the daughter of my dad's sister, who's like six one six two. So she had to go with a taller Jesus, man. man. Yeah, my dad wears a a fifteen triple E, and my uncle wears seventeen eighteen. I mean, I'm a big family, so I'm used to seeing big. But even going going to see Alabama's players, they're all that big and a hundred more pounds. Like yeah. there's yeah. the the line is twelve of those people. So it's yeah. well, you yeah, know, it's, it's not even that. it's not even the height. They literally are hundred pounds heavier, right? Yeah, yeah. well, that's they're, the thing about they're football, just big yeah. dudes. Football players monsters. at that level. That's the thing about football players at that level, especially linemen. You know, because. Yeah. You know, cornerbacks can be relatively small. They can be five nine, five ten. Yeah, they, yeah, 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 yeah. Like bigger, but for them, it's their regular. speed and their strength, which you know comes from not a lot of like actual, but the width. Like I, I say this sometimes. So I was out in um, L.A. Uh, for a Namejet board meeting around the same time as one of the traffic shows, and we were staying at the the Huntley right there in, in uh, uh, I think it was like Venice Beach or whatever. Just, uh, um, and we were coming out of uh, the hotel, the elevator going into the uh, JJ Watt was coming out of the elevator as we were going in and he literally took up the whole elevator himself. <laughs> like it was crazy how big dude is in person. And 
you know, it was the kind of thing where and he's like, still twice as fast as any of you. Like, oh my God. Well, yeah. I mean, class athlete, man. I mean, these guys, it's crazy. And it's like, um, I mean, he literally yeah. came out the, like, he looked like the size of the elevator. And uh, by the way, were you referring, when you said Eric Williams looked like street, were you talking about Blanca? Is that who you were saying he looks like? <laughs> I can't remember which dude it is, but there's one. <laughs> I'm like, now I feel like, because you know the images, you know Billy's going to post all this stuff. This is, Billy's a Celtics fan, by the way. I don't know if you, you guys have had that combo. But okay, he's, no. He's a diehard Celtics fan, man. So he's going to. And Billy's a producer. Oh, yeah, Billy's my brother who is uh, the does all the post-production on the show. So all the You have to fill in the listeners of who oh. all these names are. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So Billy's my brother who's our uh he does a bunch of our marketing he does the post-production he went to film school and uh and did a bunch of marketing for our family's company and then kind of switched things up around covid came on board with us and uh is doing a killer job with all this so if cool you're stuff. listening to the the audio only you're missing out on some of the graphics that he puts yes. on there that goes yeah. with the show so there's oh, yeah. we really awesome. a visual experience as well yeah 100 percent. we really stepped all that up and uh so, yeah, man. Um, but yeah, so I, I mean, without a doubt. And I think that, you know, going back to what I was saying about just the, these, the sports stuff in general. And, uh, you know, it is a matter sometimes of perspective, because I think when people view everything through the lens of what they see on TV and on the Internet, it's like good to get outside sometimes and really see like what's the real deal, because, you know, that's like just an example of that. You know, people watch these games and think like all the, you know, they don't realize like you know, how big, fast, athletic, and some of that stuff, even golf. That's just life in general. It's like they, you can't pretend to know what other people are thinking or doing, or you think you're really awesome. And like, you haven't left your town yet. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah. And I, I, I had to tell this story yesterday because it's been driving me crazy. Maybe I've been laughing. I had a a customer that was really upset on something minuscule problem. Like to you and I, in the course of life, it's just not that big a deal, but he was really upset. And he was saying, everybody I've dealt with at this point is incompetent. And I'm not a, I don't really like being called incompetent, but you know, when you're in retail, you get called all kinds of stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. But the, one of the things he said is everybody here that works here, I could learn their job and do a better job than them in six months. Uh... <laughs> he said that to everybody. But the only response I had is he said, you know, bigger trees, you know, I had to give them a smaller tree cause it wouldn't fit in. It was like a rooted hole. I just couldn't put this big giant ball. And I said, he said, well, smaller trees don't root in better. And I said, actually, smaller trees do better. Like they grow better than big trees. But I know in six months, you'll know all that. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt. And the whole place just died laughing. But it was just like, this guy definitely doesn't get out of his house. And he doesn't, like, he thinks he's better than everybody. But he obviously hasn't met a lot of people in this world to know that there's somebody's better than him at everything he's ever done exactly and that's the thing man it's like you know people like i think now especially because we're more remote and distributed than we've ever been and people spend a lot of time at home like just get out the house a little bit everybody yeah but exactly anyway it's all good a little bit and then the last thing just a quick fact check when i mentioned the huntley hotel that's in santa monica not in venice beach just so everybody knows not that that really (laughs) matters but well it would have opened up the uh comment section at least (laughs) I mean, hey, to that point, man, hit us up in the comments, everybody. You know, we're around like, you know, the uh, definitely if there's anything we're talking about that you want to know more about, any questions, clarifications, yeah, good, bad, ugly, holler at us, you know. So anyway, with that, so that's why I see this is why grand opening has to be its own segment, because we cover a lot of ground. We talk through so much stuff. And then when we get to the last segment, we're like, all right, we're out. You know what I mean? It's like uh, yeah. so that's why we had. 
So that's why we switched it up. So with that, let's slide into the domain game and uh, let's talk about some names. And in this segment, this is where the Sherpas will talk about a domain that they recently bought or sold um, or even brokered. And, uh, you know, the other Sherpas will try to guess the buy sale price and then the winner will get some swag. Um, I have not won yet, so I got to I'm hoping maybe this is my shot with only three of us on here. We're, we're going to cover like two or three domains. But um, but with that, but I know, you know, we could do obviously like you know, Drew and the media option side, we could do 20 names right now if we wanted to. But then again, I'd probably know most of the sale prices of those. So I guess, you know, but either way, with all that said, let's uh, actually even before we do this, because we covered some ground, we're going to go ahead and jump to commercial real quick. And then we come back, we'll come back into the domain game. So with that, we'll be right back here on Domain Sherpa, where all roads lead to domains. Media Options is the industry's leading domain broker specializing in domain acquisitions, high-value domain sales, and domain name consultation. As pioneers and thought leaders on the subject of the domain aftermarket and domain name value, plus through their clear domain acquisition service, Media Options offers startups and established corporations an unparalleled scope of high-value domain options, providing access to domain names and curation technologies not available elsewhere. Media Options believes in the power of a great domain name and is dedicated to helping you obtain yours. Call or email today to put a domain to work for you. Welcome back, everybody, here on Domain Sherpa, where all roads lead to domains. Like I was saying, we're about to dive into the domain game uh, where, uh, you know, the Sherpas will talk about a name they bought or sold. We'll guess what it bought, what they bought or sold it for, and the winner will get some sort of swag. So with that, Shane, what do you got, man? I think you recently sold a four character.com. Is that what you yeah, were saying? It makes the game a little easier because we know the role and how I play this game, but I sold, <laughs> it was a good one. It was actually a good name um, or good letters. How about that? It was W-Y-D-C, ending in C. Drew and I love the C at the end and the letters are pretty strong. No, I W-Y-B-C? D is in dog. D. Like D-C, oh, like District of Columbia. Oh, Wyoming, Wyoming, D-C. Um, all right, it's cool. Pronounced. I'm just kidding. I just not pronounce It's a pronounceable. It's a brandable. Um, Sorry, you <laughs> if you notice, I'm Wittick. in the hotel, so I got a different desk set up, so I can just write right here. I don't need to go. Oh, you are in a hotel. I didn't. Yeah, we're still living in a hotel this month. We're uh, we're like nomads, as I've I've said that on a couple of shows. So we where's sold the, the family? House. Did you kick them out? I did. I said, you guys, y'all got to roll, you know? So we got a quick two and a half hour show. You gotta that's it. I'm like, it'll be over in no time. They keep texting me. They're like, you done? I'm like, almost, almost. We, Just, we uh, haven't even started recording yet. <laughs> <laughs> so WYDC. All right, Drew, what do you think, man? What do you got? So uh, I'm going to say, um, 15, I'm going to say 14888. 14888. All right. Well, because I'm really trying to win this time and I got to play, you know, I'm going to go, I'm going to think it's lower. So I'm going to go 14, 8, 8, 7. Uh, it's so oh. much easier with two people. All you have to do is go higher oh. or lower. He's just over under basically. <laughs> basically this is an over under game. This is, this yeah. is this today's domain game with only three people is the over under game. So <laughs> one guy so says, here what we should do is sh sh Shane should set the line and then we take the over under. Uh, All right, going yeah. forward, we, take we the got over the, or that's the what under. we'll do. It's, you just take the over. Someone's got to take the one, and then somebody else has to take the other. Yeah. Um, all right, so with that, Shane, it looks like the over-under is 14888. Is the number over or under? 
It is under. It's yes. uh, it was it was a simple seven nine 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 eight. <laughs> seven nine nine eight. And uh, the story behind it is, it was one of the names that I picked up during the uh, Chinese land rush. What's a term we use for that during that period? Do we have a, a proper quad, name? Quads. Yeah. Or chips. <laughs> but there was a or period chips. of time. Yeah. Chips. Chips. Quads, Chinese chips. Chinese premiums. Chinese premiums. C H I P. Chinese pre chi yeah. chips is what we call them. Okay, but then so you had the chip period. But then you had folks that got into like saying they were quads and quads and all this kind of craziness. Like had all this science behind it based on you know limited data. But like we're actually parsing the numbers to come up with some of this stuff. It's just you know the wave lasted you know, long, but not long enough to establish. But there was a point when, um, you know, there were apps that were out there that looked like the iPhone stock app that were, were would, you know, let you know based on the day's movement of domains, what was up. And that covered everything from three characters all the way to like six character numerics, dot CN domains, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it got pretty like technical and, 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 you know, comprehensive, which was really, really cool considering how all that kind of built up. And we see some of that same stuff now with crypto and NFTs and things like that, where, you know, applications and tools are all being kind of, you know, built around the needs of people that wanted that information on a pretty regular basis. I mean, people made a lot of money buying and selling those kind of buckets of names. And anyway, so yeah, so you picked that up during that time frame. Yeah. So the, the only positive in that whole thing is I was not picking up the, like the bad letter cues and I just didn't yeah. touch them at all. So when I was paying the premium, at least I was buying good Western letters. Sure. So yeah. if it all broke down and so this one, you know, I didn't make a good return on it at all. I think I paid three grand for it, 2,600, okay. I don't know, somewhere in there, but I knew I'd be fine in the long term, And in I haven't lost money. I didn't lose money at even but during my dot WS when it's all said and done, I still made plenty of money and it's still continuing to pay up. Dot WS. Yeah. Um, but yeah, hey, that man, was our that was our NFT of 2017. Totally. <laughs> Portrait dot WS. Um, yeah, exactly. So yeah. all right. Well, but hey, look, you know, so you bought it for 2600 sold it for you know three X. And yeah, well, and it'll probably be 2x after commission, but still, I mean, so you doubled your money for and how yeah. long? How long did it take? You said five 2017, years, 2017. No, two, yeah, 2017. So, four, so four years. years, four years, yeah. four years, 100% return. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's not my best return, but that sure seemed like a hundred percent return when I got the money. I mean, what's crazy, <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, what's crazy is that, like, you know, and some of this comes down to patience, right? Because it's funny because with some of the stuff, especially the newer sort of things that, you know, crypto NFTs, you know, I I've said this before, like I would make a lot more money if every time I bought something like that, I just put it into like a cold storage wallet and I gave it to somebody and said, don't give this back to me for five years. Right. Yeah. And then yeah. because otherwise what happens is I get restless, you know, it's almost like you're bored, right. You're, or oh. you're just like, you know, so <laughs> uh, what do you, what do you got? What's going on? Yeah. I don't want to throw this conversation for another turn, but they just, uh, it looks like they just did the reveal on the surfboards. Oh, <laughs> and are they cool? I don't know. I only saw one so far. All right. Well, so for the people who are now saying, what are you talking about? We'll keep this, we'll keep it short. But so Board Ape Yacht Club, um, there was another unaffiliated group, Ape Harbor, apeharbor.com. They used the .com domain name. There you go. There's your domain tie-in, right? And they released 7,000. We own harbor.club, by the way. Sweet. See, for all the folks who say that we're 
nothing but .com. You know what I mean? We've got harbor.club. Yeah. There you go. Um, so the, uh, which we may have to, we may have to put our own yachts out. So anyway, they are unaffiliated with board ape yacht club, but still kind of in the, they're in the mix. I mean, they own board apes. They're, you know, friends call it friends of the, of the community, if you will. And, uh, so they released these yachts that everybody minted the other day. Um, and, uh, so, but it was like, if you had an ape and a dog, the dogs that got dropped and released and given to ape holders, you could also get a surfboard. And so the yachts had been revealed earlier. It sounds so crazy to people who are like not in the mix. And they're like, guys, shut the fuck up and just talk about domains, please. Like this NFT shit, I didn't sign up for this. But anyway, so the yachts got revealed. There's some pretty cool things. More of the yachts are more like dinghies or boats, you know, than they are yachts. But there's still some that I think aesthetically are pretty cool and pretty neat. And, uh, and now the surfboards are being revealed. So that's what Drew is referring to. And just so everybody knows, that's what's good. But um, and let's but let's not derail. Let's keep it moving. So no, no, yeah, keep it on domains. So with so, that, uh, so WYDC. But oh, so my point is though, still, you know, you go four years, hundred percent return. I mean, from traditional investment, pers- you know, standpoint, you know, that's still a very good return, and you know, it's a it's a strong return on on a good investment. So, and um, you know, I think that that's uh, you know, it's still a win in my book. So I think yeah, no, it's definitely. I'm just a win. glad that I guessed right. So I've got one. All right, so Drew, what do you got, man? Do you got a name? So, name? how how are we gonna do this? If we're, uh, do you know what we paid for greenbtc.com? No, no, that one's not on the list yet. So, all right, good. And or else, and you know, it'll watch how close I get to it. And if I like, I nail it, you're gonna be like, "Come on, man." Um, or or wsx.com. Wsx, I know. So, green. All right, so. we'll go with greenbtc.com. And I'll let Shane pick the go first so that. Yeah, so Shane, why don't you pick? No, here, here's number? how we play it. All right, yeah. You here's how we play it. I'll pick, I'll pick the line. Shane gets to go first and pick the over or the under. You get the default. I get the other. So that way, even if you knew, it wouldn't matter. Right, right. Perfect. Yeah, so. Okay, I get, yeah, so. I gotcha. Yeah, so, so greenbtc.com. I'm going to set the over under at. Nineteen thousand mm. dollars. I'll go. I'll go over, just because it's the hot talk right now because of Elon. So I'm gonna go over. And uh, tell him, was it a buy or a sell? It was a buy. Buy, buy. Oh, is a buy? I thought you sold it. Okay, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? I do. I I I know the. Email Whoa! Did you see that? He just disappeared. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that yeah, was Shane. cool. Oh, yeah. man. Oh. Shane is on that other shit. <laughs> That's magic, son. How would you do that? Magic. Hey, wait till I... I'm going to do this and then I'll appear in a bikini. Hold on. <laughs> what? what? How are you doing that? <laughs> How are you doing that? I love it. I, it's just because I have a green screen, so I cover up the camera and it, it, keeps, the back, it keeps the background but gets rid of me. All right. Yeah, so, if you have a green screen, you can do that. Snap. Okay, so hold on. So now it's green BTC and it's on the buy. I'm saying I'm I'm switching. I'm reversing course and I'm gonna say under. All right, Shane says under. I've got the over. Drew, what's good? Um, hold up one second. So, uh, Shane's Shane's got the under. Yep. Yep. I got the under. 
Shane, all right, Shane wins. 16,000 and change. All right. So 16. definitely overpaid a little bit on that. But, you know, the thing is, is that it really is a very big hot topic. It's probably the most dangerous set of regulatories, you know, things that are coming in the pipeline. And, um, and so there will be a response to that, which will create businesses and commerce and things. And so I thought, all right, green BTC, there might even be, you know, like, a, a, a um, you know, a non-fungible Bitcoin that pops out. That's like, yo, this is Bitcoin, but it's, it's, yep. you know, this one was can provably be shown that it was mined green. Right. And that might have a premium. So I, I just think green BTC, it's going to have a home someday um, for more than I paid. Yeah, I agree. It's not going away. It's always going to be the no. electricity is always going to be the issue and all the consumption. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And at some point, Bitcoin will likely be blind, uh, you know, nearly 100 percent on, on clean uh, electricity. So. Um, yeah. No doubt about it. Yeah, no. I yeah. Mean, so, you know, and I think, like you said, it's a hot topic. It's, uh, you know, it's not going anywhere. And I think without a doubt, that's going to be the kind of thing that's going to be pretty. Um, how did how did it come about? Did someone approach you? Did you see? Yeah, out? somebody approached. Yeah, somebody approached me. And um, and then I, uh, you know, I threw him an offer. We were wicked far apart. He was looking for like six figures. And um, and then he came back. And then I said, you know, basically. I think it was many weeks um, of, of, you know, very intermittent back and forth. And then eventually he came back and said, look, I, I need to make a deal. So what, what's the price? And uh, we made a deal. All right. Now yeah. we get to hear about what, what happens with it. Are you writing down all the things we talk about? JT to come back to. Yeah, no, I got, I got covered. I got that covered. I'm just. You don't uh, have your bathroom so, with your notebook in it, where you go write everything in the notebook. I, in the I got it right here. Stuff. The no nice hotel. thing about this hotel, it's like made for like you know, I've got my computer set up, I've got the board, I've got my multiple monitors. I mean, we're here in this room for like three weeks, so you know, I had to, and uh, you know, I had a setup for real, for real. So, all right, well then, let me see. Um, oh, there it is. That's the diamond boat. That's the diamond oh. boat. I love that it's got the slide, but is the slide taking you into that banana boat? Is that what's <laughs> happening? Yeah, got, got the dog needs to slide, get up in the banana boat. You know what I mean? So I still, I love the slide. I love the diamond hall. You know what I mean? That's in Ape Harbor itself. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's a pretty, I always think that's such, like, I like the colors in it. I like it as a print. Although diamond, yeah. you can see right through it. See right through it, and you got and you got the color balloons. I'm a big fan of the color balloons. Yeah, no, I'm with it, man. I got a couple cool. That's books. a. If you have another kid, guess what's going up in his room or her room? <laughs> yep. <laughs> all right, so I will. Uh, all right, so let's do this then. So I've got a point. Shane's got a point, um, and we've got to see what's going to happen here on the next one. So I guess. Wait, I, I don't disappear when I cover. Oh, there we go. <laughs> that's the whole reason he got this so he could do that yeah, no <laughs> so all right that's so a cool magic trick let's talk about a name that i got that i bought um a while ago um and i'll even kind of break down a little bit of why i bought it so this domain is called zapmat.com so zapmat.com so we've got this product we've been working on it's a bit of a labor of love which is basically a um welcome mat 
that's got UV light in it to kill the germs on the bottoms of your shoes. And uh, we've got this thing that we've been prototyping and working on the patent and some of the other cool assorted stuff. Um, I will tell you product development, especially now when supply chains have been kind of jacked up, have been, you know, extra challenging, which is unfortunate, but you know, we've been making some headway there. So we're pretty, uh, so we've got this as a, as a thing that we're going to ultimately use at some point. Uh, not, we don't have anything on it at the moment, but so I bought this a few, uh, maybe two years ago. And, uh, so I'm going to go ahead and give you guys an over under and, uh, and it, you know, and, and now since I kind of put it out in the universe, I mean, obviously the people who know me know about it, but the, uh, you know, we'll, uh, we'll continue to, I'll provide some updates if we've got updates to provide, you know, it's interesting seeing, uh, domainers that, you know, Shane's got beehouse.com. He also has wormcastings.com, you know, which are all, you know, he's, he's had success with that. Uh, Joe Styler had theatertickets.com, which I know was disrupted when Broadway was disrupted with, uh, COVID, but, but, but now he's got, uh, okay, you're going there. Oh, this is where I was headed, man. You got it. It's all right. Go ahead. Tell him, tell him, Shane. I talk a lot. Yeah. You go ahead. Except I don't know. I don't want to butcher the name. Was it Sicilian well, salt? It's Sicilian sea salt.com. Sicilian salt.com. So, just to say so it quickly. I, I, I was on that for a minute. Like I had a bunch of sea salt and fancy salt and all kinds of salt domains. Uh, because I want to get into that salt business. That is an amazing business. Super yeah. high margin. Yeah. Very, very good business. Expensive salt. It's like expensive candles. Yeah. And it's yeah. very, you're exactly right. So it's Sicilian uh, sea salt. First of all, shout out to Joe Styler. Great guy. For those of you who don't know, he manages the uh, GoDaddy auctions and a lot of the GoDaddy. Man of the people. Stuff. Yeah, he really Joe is. is a man of the people. He is a good, good dude. Does a great job there. And, uh, you know, they're in good hands with him. Um, and uh, so he has uh, so he just recently launched uh, and we'll have to let him know so that he can promote the show, too. But just uh, recently exactly. and we and we've had Would him on like the show. Be a sponsor? <laughs> exactly. Uh, so Sicilian Seasalt.com. S-I-C-I-L-I-A-N-S-E-A-S-A-L-T. You know, a lot of letters, but it is the it is what it is. Right. So, I mean, I think when, you know, these are the types of uh, examples where, you know, sort of a long name, three words, bunch of letters, you know, are, you know, are justify the, the domain and the, and the use of it. And, uh, and they've got all that, uh, the best salt in the world. And it's uh, they've got really cool, you know, the jars that it comes in, it's not cheap, 20 some bucks, say, you know, 21 99. Um, but you get a lot of salt and it is literally some of the best salt in the world salt, fine salt. I mean, this is for the folks that really looks great in the kitchen. And, uh, and it actually is the, the, you know, better than the stuff you're going to get at the supermarket. That's for sure. Yeah. So and um, that's the great thing about this. I mean, when we say all roads lead to domains, all domains lead to commerce yeah, or, you exactly. know, or information. So yeah. there's, we're showing that what you do with domains and that's people that own them and people that sell them and, utilizing them. And I think that's just good to watch. It's not easy no, uh, selling a buying and selling <laughs> domains. Again, I'm not going to play it, play it and say it's easy, but compared to starting a business and hiring the people and having, and all of this different stuff, a lot more cogs going on there. Yeah. Uh, it, that's, it's, it's super difficult. Um, yep. So go ahead. And no. And I was just going to say, and I think that, and that's the thing, I mean, for our business at media options, you know, Drew will, tell you like he, he cracked he's got the the buzzer where if we talk too much about developing sites like it's like zzz, you get zapped because <laughs> you know he it's uh it can be a big distraction 
It is not an easy thing. People, it's funny in some of these groups, you know, talk about, oh yeah, totally developed, just throw this, that, and the other thing up on there. But, you know, it is, it's a talent to be able to do, especially if you're trying to sell physical products. You know, I know folks like Braden uh, Pollock have invested in physical product businesses and you talk to Braden and he'll tell you that, you know, it's not, not as easy as it looks. Um, you know, there are some folks out there yeah. who can do site and, and development, you know, you, but for every, uh, you know, Peter Askew and, uh, and Drew Wash, you know, you've got a lot of folks who've tried and not succeeded, you know, but it doesn't mean it's impossible, but it just means just like anything, do your research and get your shit together. And, uh, but you know, I, you know, Joe had success with the theater ticket stuff and I think they're going to do well with this. Um, and, uh, but it's just a great domain for the product that they're selling. So, you know, one of those where we would say, you know, this is, it's in the hands of the end user that it should be, you know? So, so, you know, good luck to him and all that good stuff. I'll definitely be buying some. And uh, anyway, so using that as an example, so I've got zapmat.com, right? Cause the thing, again, it's called the zap mat. I also have the zap mat, but zapmat.com. And, uh, and, and cause it is what it is. And I bought the domain and uh, two years ago. So I'm going to put the over under at $2,500. And I think since Shane, went last or went first last time drew you get to decide over under if you think that i paid less or more and okay. uh you know stay off the computer they don't do any research i don't know if this would have popped in anywhere so i think i didn't buy it you know from like name jet or something so anyway uh more or less will you take the over or the under 2500 bucks i'm taking the under taking the under all right so that gives shane the over and i will <sighs> tell you that i paid <laughs> Twenty six ninety five. Yeah. JT played it. He was playing it to make people go under. <laughs> so then we had the so Shane wins the contest and gets uh, the swag. So he gets to pick what he wants I'm from the site. Shop like Wheel of Fortune. I'm going to <laughs> shop dot media options and picking out two hundred fifty dollars worth. Of I was stuff. just. Yeah. I was just on. Uh, hey, Stacy, you like puzzles? <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I was exactly. about to snap uh, a static surfboard and somebody just grabbed it right oh, out from no. under me. <laughs> yeah, I got to check God those out. When we, get off the, when we get off this recording, we'll check it out. We still got, just so everybody knows, I was not. Too. We got I've been paying more. attention. I'm not looking at NFTs. We had a bee swarm at the nursery <laughs> from one of the hives. So I'm oh, calling, no. I had to call a beekeeper in while we were recording this. To oh, come oh, wow. To that's come not, get that's it. no it, joke. It happens. Yeah, it's when your hive gets so full and so busy. They like, all right, man, it's too crowded up in here. I'm going to go find another spot. So they pick a, and it's just like you see on TV, that big beard of uh, Yeah, I find bees. the bees to be fascinating, man. And I see there's this one chick I've seen on, uh, or sorry, let me be. Oh, yeah, yeah. This is one on, woman I see on like LinkedIn and stuff. They post her videos and she wears no like gear. And she's like, yep. you know, she's like the bee whisperer. And she goes in and she's like, you know, helping to move because they're like, oh, we've got to move the queen because these people have a beehive that's like, you know, on their property and they don't want it there. But we don't kill the bees. That's terrible. Right. Yeah. So she, she helps to maneuver the bees to a new hive. She relocates them like from under your porch. Like you'll yes. open up a deck and there'll be like billion bees in the hive yeah. and she puts them in a box and ships them away. And yeah, yeah but she first, the way is. she does it is she's got to go into these, like, literally it's like, as if she's moving, like, you know, like foam peanuts out of a box and it's all these like bees all over her and she's finding the queen and she moves the queen yeah. to this little like thing and then moves that to the portable box. And then 
all the bees over some period of time move over to the yeah. thing to transport. They Once close you have the queen, they it. follow it. That's why you call it the queen bee. They literally follow that Crazy. queen wherever it goes. Yeah, Crazy, it's, man. it's wild. Yeah, I get anyway, to, we get to see it. But anyway, so that's what I, I was listening, obviously, because I won the contest during the whole. <laughs> I mean, not only can I relocate bees while I'm winning a contest. That's just Yeah, no, it's good line. stuff. So, yeah, so I paid twenty six ninety five. I bought it uh, huge domains. Bought it on the payment plan um, and, uh, you know, partly because I actually wanted to see how their whole thing operated and it was pretty clean. And, uh, you know, shout out to those guys. They, uh, you know, obviously have a huge, huge portfolio of domains um, and a pretty easy uh, process for buying and, and financing the, the purchase of a domain. And, uh, you mm -hmm. know, I've got that fully under my control. And uh, so, yeah, so all good. So with that, we're done with segment two and uh, we're going to move on to segment three. Um, I think we'll probably take a quick break and then uh, do what we do there. And then we'll be back here on Domain Sherpa, where all roads lead to domains. FD was built by domain investors to increase your inquiries, sales, and profit. Forget spreadsheets and archived emails. Manage your entire investment portfolio in one place using a secure and completely confidential platform. Learn more at FT.com. That's E-F-T-Y. FT.com. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Domain Sherpa. We are here with the Domain Sherpa review, moving into segment three, which is the Namejet list. And uh, this section is sponsored by Namejet. Shane, show them the shirt. Show them the shirt. Let's get, they got to get the full value of the money. What up? What up? Um, and uh, yeah, so we've got a good list today. Uh, Namejet going jet. You know, that's why people were like, what, you know, that was something I came up with back in the day with people were like, yo, what, uh, you know, what's up with, what does uh, that mean? What does it mean? It was like, look, so haters like going to hate name, Jack and the jet, man. That's what it is, man. Boom. You know? And, uh, that's it. So, all right, well, we've got a good list. We've got a list of 15 domains. Uh, so a little bit bigger list than usual. Um, we got some good ones, maybe not so good ones, but the whole point of this segment is to go through the list with the experts that are on the panel to give some of the folks an idea of which of these domains they like, what domains they don't like, um, what might be good buys or what might be names to avoid from a domain investor perspective. Um, and with that, who wants to go ahead and jump in? Drew, you want to jump in on the list and uh, kind of give us your thoughts? What do, what do you think? What yeah, stands out? Let's go. What do you like? What do you don't like? So, um, my favorite name on here was um, – what was it? Uh, well, real quick, while you do that, just for the audience's benefit, just so everybody knows – what we've got, you can go down on the site, DomainSherpa.com, where you go to the actual post where the video and, and the audio link are. You can get an Excel spreadsheet that'll break down all of these domains along with the Estabot appraisal, how many back orders it has as of the time that we tape, uh, how many days left in the auction as of the time the thing, the, the episode is going to air. So we've got a few of these that only have, well, one or two that have three days, one or two that have like five or six. So, you know, like I tell everybody, you know, if you're interested in any of these names, if they pique your interest uh, and you're not already involved, I would get on there sooner than later because some of these, if they are all expiring domains at Namejet, uh, which means that in order to participate in the auction, you have to have a back order at the end of the pre-release period, which is what that day's left represents. Uh, so again, if you're interested in these, you got to move quickly to at least get a back order in a minimum $69 or $79 back order to be able to participate. So make sure you check out the list and get on them sooner than later if you're interested. All right, cool. Drew, I gave you a couple, couple moments there to recollect, to connect, collect yourself on the list. What do you think? Yeah. So my favorite name is probably Hair Games just because like 
my my daughter who's eight like she's obsessed right now with this like i don't even know it's like uh it's a hair game basically um mm. and she's obsessed with it and she thinks it's the best thing ever so um uh i'm going with hairgames.com uh you know that you know funny though like the name i actually think probably has the biggest spread meaning profit if you buy it versus what you could eventually sell it for is probably uh, greenhouse energy. Mm. Like I feel like okay. greenhouseenergy.com is a name. You're going to pick that up for, you know, 250 to 500 bucks. Okay. And you're probably going to sell that someday to a buyer for, you know, somewhere between let's say five and $25,000. Okay. Um, and so I think that name, that's one of those names that, you know, I love just grabbing that name for two, three, four, five hundred bucks, tucking it away in the portfolio, set it and forget it, you know, 149999, buy it now. And someday you're going to wake up in the morning and be happy. Yep, I, I would agree. I think, you know, and that's why, you know, the name kind of stood out. I think you got green, you got energy, greenhouse, you know, you can have a brand around that, um, you know, and I think it just kind of works well under that whole sort of like kind of concept. So I'm with you. Didn't you have yeah. greenhouse.com or wasn't that a name you're looking at? Maybe we, I felt like we talked about it sometime. Nothing, Drew? Did you ever have it's anything in the port. to do with greenhouse.com? In the portfolio, baby. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, yeah, um, that's, a, that's a pretty good one. All right, cool. Any others? Anything you don't like? That's a stinger. It's a stinger. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Anything you would avoid uh, as a domain investor? So, Greenhouse Energy, you got a good opportunity. I mean, red hair games. Hair games has the biggest appraisal number. It's already at 34,000 at the appraisal. Saxons, Saxons.com. Like, I'm not sure what to do with that. You know, like Anglo Saxons. I, I, I don't know. Maybe that's if you're from Saxony, maybe you're a Saxon, but Saxons.com. I just don't know what you do with that. Okay. I mean, there is some search, so people are using it. Um, I just don't know. I don't know what you're going to do with that. Yeah. I mean, well, it represents the Germanic people, right? You know, and it's, 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 you know, so demographically it's, it's a group of people, um, you know, kind of similar connotation wise to Vikings, you know, I agree with you. I think it's got a big appraisal number, you know, so and the asked about appraisals. Look, you take them with a grain of salt. We use them as a data point. We're not saying that, you know, everybody, I think, who knows domains has a feeling about whether or not, you know, how much stock they put in that. We use it again as a data point to at least be able to compare one name to another for the purposes of the show. Um, and I know Namejet's got the Estabot appraisals integrated into the platform. So we use that. Um, you know, it's got like a $13,000 appraisal number. I think it sells for a lot less than that. Personally, I would agree with you. I think that, you know, it's one of those things where, you know, word wise, Saxons, you know, represents a group of people. Not sure how you use that in commerce. If it was Saxon, like S-A-X-O-N, I think it could be a cool brand. Um, mm -hmm. You know, Saxons, mm -hmm. it's like maybe if there was like a chain of stores or something, you know what I mean? But I don't know how, you know, like you said, I, I think the use of that is, is a little tricky. Um, so I would agree with that. And I think it sells for a lot less than the appraisal. But, you know, if it's upwards of the appraisal, I would be avoiding that name, you know, in the auction. So, um, so yeah, I think that makes sense. Um, you know, interesting about the hair games thing. 
I, um, I was just going to Google hair games. Um, but that one, like I said, it's, uh, yeah. And there's all sorts of like, even if you just Google it, there's all sorts of, you know, hair challenge and different hair games and hair salon and all sorts of different stuff for girls and, uh, you know, Barbie and, and apps and all sorts of princess this. And, you know, so there's no doubt that there's definitely a lot of interesting application and could be uh, you know, pretty useful domain. So again, it's got a pretty high price tag or a pretty high appraisal on it already at 34,500 bucks. Um, I don't think it sells for that much. I think if you can get that for, you know, maybe $2,000, $3,000 is probably a good buy. What do you think that, what do you think that sells for? What do you think you'd pay for it? That's you, Drew. Um, I mean, I, I, that's the thing is I just don't like it. No, I'm talking about hair games. <laughs> oh, hair games. <laughs> this guy, he's all up in his surfboard. He's man, he switched quickly. <laughs> so, uh, I think, you know, I'd probably spend a few thousand on that one yeah. and I'd be looking to sell it for like, I'd have to dig in and see exactly what like, you know, some of the SEO tools say about the, you know, the search and, and, um, uh, you know, the value of the traffic, et cetera, but like probably it's 25 to 50,000, you yeah. know, I mean, you look at girlgames.com, that's over 500,000, like yeah. hair games, you know, I, I think 25 to 50 is probably, uh, you know, right. Yeah. Yeah. So I think you're right. And I think at a, you know, $2,000 purchase price, you can still get yourself a 10, maybe even 15, 20 X if, you know, depending on mm -hmm. you get the right buyer. So no, I think, mm -hmm. that, I think that makes sense, man. So, all right, cool. So Shane, what about you, man? What do you but like or don't like on the list? Yeah. So I think astonish.com. I mean, it doesn't, although it's pretty far out, it's still got 19 days from recording time but it's only got 17 back orders. But I think those are the kind of names that people like astonish one word mm -hmm. exudes doing something, you know, great. So I, I, I think those are the kind of names that people really like right now. So I think astonish will, I honestly think it'll go for 8,000 plus. I really yeah. do. That's they're, they're going for a lot of money right now. So I think that'll probably of all the names on this one, that'll probably go for the most money that we have. Mm -hmm. Um, I like solar glow. I just think solar names, they're only getting hotter as we do more and more solar and solar becomes more efficient that solar is just going to be, and it's a name they use. You know, we always talk about just because they do that, they don't put it in the name A solar. They do. They like, they're kind of like yeah. vegan people. They like to let you know, right on the title. <laughs> it's, so, it's, um, it's like, how do you know, you know, how, how do you know somebody's a vegan? You know, don't worry. They'll tell you, you know? Yeah. And, uh, and that's how solar people are. If they do all, yeah, it's going to say energy or solar, but usually they're going to put solar in the name. Um, and so I think energy, all alternative energy names are super hot. And I, I think you bode well to put, you know, if you put the word energy and then put a keyword in front of it and buy a huge portfolio of that, I think you're actually going to make money. I'm not telling anybody to do that, but I think that's kind of like, remember we went through that media phase where anything media would sell anything I yeah. think energy is energy's in that same boat right now. Um, I like, uh, there was another one I really liked on here, I, you know, and I think people are going to like this name too. get more leads. I mean, that's the goal of pretty much great name. Yeah. I mean, your I mean, ceiling, you have a ceiling on it, but it's an, it, it's, it's so obvious. It's like every company that's doing lead gen, it's like, what, that's their yeah. whole value proposition. 
Yeah, I mean, they tell this that name tells you exactly what they're going to offer. It doesn't get more specific and right on the point than that. So I think that's a really good name. And I think it goes way more than the appraisal value. I would um, agree. Because here's the thing. I mean, I was, you know, I've seen leads.com sell, right? And, you know, we saw it sell at a NamesCon auction. And I think that, you know, for hundreds of thousands of dollars and, you know, sure, leads.com, five character, one word, plural, great domain name. Um, but get more leads is kind of the same call to action, right? And it's and in yeah. some ways- A lot cheaper. You know, uh, exactly. And it's so much cheaper, but you're going to get some of the same value and utility out of the domain. And I agree. That one was one that I, that I came across and thought, you know, at an appraisal of sub $2,000. I mean, if you could get that for that price, that would be a steal. I don't think, I think it'll sell for more than that. I think it's going to end up selling probably closer to 10 grand than two grand. Um, but, um, but I would agree with you. I think and that's, that's just true. a perfect example. And nothing against people buying these great names, you know, if you have the money, but you know, I just love this kind of stuff. We have a, a landscaper who wanted a good domain name. And of course his name is Eddie and he's like, you know, he's looking at eddie.com like, no, no. So he goes with <laughs> call Eddie, call Eddie. It's oh. a, that's what he changed his name to call. Amazing. Eddie. Yeah. I love it. Great. So much smarter yeah. and it cost him that. nothing. And it's a better, everybody remembers his company now. And then there's another guy named Joe and we were talking the same thing. You know what the name of his company is? Ask Joe Tomo. That's his company. <laughs> Ask Joe Tomo. Yeah. Ask Joe Tomo. Ask Joe Tomo, baby. Love it. And yeah, well. it's just, that's what marketing is all about. And so as a, a domain business owner coming from the other side of it, it's, it still comes back to where we started. This is what is the easiest thing to remember? Short yeah. is generally there, but it doesn't have to be short. It has yeah. to be creative yeah. and memorable. So it's, it's very broad. This marketing has not changed in 200 years. What we're, what we're selling is different, but it still comes down to the same thing. And, and so that right comes back to get more leads. If I'm a buyer, I'm buying get more leads over leads.com because the money that I saved, I can put into the website, I can put yep. into the back end, I can put into the people. Uh, I'm not saying it's a bad buy at leads. I'm just saying oh, yeah. with with financial, that's the angle I'm taking. So well, and I uh, think I that's the other thing too. When you look at leads.com, you know, and it also depends on what kind of company you are, right? If you're a startup that's funded and you've got, you know, millions of dollars, then a name like leads.com, like you'd want to go with the best sort of most yeah. premium domain that you're not going to want to upgrade to later on. But I think if you're talking about a domain investment or you're a smaller business that, you know, does lead gen or not even that, or just has, you know, a little bit more of a limited budget, you know, we talk about it and I know Josh reason, you know, Josh will say this too. It's like, you know, when you're competing, you're often competing against what's your next best alternative. Right. And, you know, and I think that when you've got a name like this, this is a genuine, you know, this name, could fill a lot of that need that you would fill with leads.com. So I think at the end of the day, yeah. it's uh, not you know. a big step down. That's, no, that's how that's, far, how far down I are you like stepping? I like this name a lot. So, um, yeah. Yeah, man. so that one I like a lot. Um, you know, and there's names, uh, you know, that I, they'll sell like best rentals. Yeah. They're two words. You're going to sit on them a long time. I, I don't see how many other TL. I like to see how many other TLDs are taken. Yep. Um, extensions are taken rather. And, and um, I think like best rentals and peak ventures, like I think those are nice names mm -hmm. that you throw in the portfolio and you're probably going to do fine on if you have lots of patience. Yep. You know, if you're trying to sell this and you're going to have to put it on Twitter the next day and keep posting it every day, hey, peak ventures is now $200. 
you're you're gonna not do well in those kind right. of names. Yep, but I agree. They're nice names. I would name my company. And I guess we always talk about that. Are you gonna name your company that? And yeah, Peak Ventures, I'd name my venture capital or yep. something like that. I mean, I would agree. Um, I think a name like that comes down to what is the price, right? That name if it's yeah, exactly. you're gonna purchase it for three hundred dollars on Namejet, I think it's worth the buy. If it's gonna go up 100%. over a thousand, I think I pass, right? So but yeah. you know, like you said, those are the kind of names that could fill in a portfolio. Uh, you post them up, you know, for sale on Dan, after Nick, you know, your own landers, whatever, you know, eventually you're going to wake up to a, to a sale email, you know, depending, as long as you don't like price it crazy, but um, yeah. So yeah. no, I'm with you on and that. They'll do well. And, and the ones that have the most back orders, the names don't excite me, but obviously excite everybody else. Pixel ads um, has 73 back orders and spam prevention. I know what both those are. But I don't know, they just, to me, it's, again, I know it should be money and that's all, whatever you can, if you can get more for it, you should like it more, but they just don't do anything for me. But obviously they're going to do just fine. Yeah, and I think those are traffic, there. traffic plays to some degree, yeah. right? You're trying to generate and push, you know, that, I don't know that you, you wouldn't, you know, they're almost too generic to name your company, but they're, you know, I sort of call them active, you know, you know, prevalent terms, sure. still current, so... And no. the other thing that people don't think about and they should is, you know, a lot of times when people put, uh, they'll put bids in and forget to erase their bids and then they come back for sale and all the old ones, you know, come back active. So there's 75 bidders, but only 12 of them put it on recently. The rest were no. still sitting there from the last time. But, you know, the so. fact that it's one thing if the name is no longer sort of in fashion, you know, yeah. and, uh, if it's outdated, then those back orders are less important. But I think if yeah. the name still matters, you know, and it's still yeah. again current, then I think those back orders are somewhat still in play. And I know that because I've seen that, you know, actively yeah. play out on the platform, you know. But yeah, sure, I mean, sure. some of those could be legacy back orders that aren't necessarily, you know, you know, active and 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 you know, going to generate any kind of activity within the, you know, within the thing. But yeah. um, but no, I'm with you. But yeah, I, I would agree. I mean, I think though, you know, those are they're okay. You know, a lot of these is just going to come down to, you know, a couple hundred bucks. They're a good. They're a good buy. They get upwards of the two thousand twenty five hundred dollar, um, you know, Estebot appraisal. I'm not really interested. Sports education is another one. You know, it's like I don't know how you really monetize that in a meaningful way. Um, you know, but it's uh, you know, it's a, it's an okay. Yeah, and, and people again on Twitter, people like, well, are, we're losing some of our bigger domain investors to NFTs because they're not as active. No, I think one of the reasons you're seeing we're not as active is. I'm not going to spend $900 on a name that I'm, I'm active. I'm bidding to... on 20, 30, 40 auctions every day. I'm winning almost zero. <laughs> that's yeah. what's crazy. Yeah, I guess that's like, true. Man, the fact that yeah, the... you're not seeing me I mean, finish anything. You haven't seen me on base. It, exactly. Like, it's not that I'm not active. I'm in there. I'm in a lot of auctions. I'm just winning nothing. And, yeah. you know, and we that's saw that as a trend. Here. I mean, that's been happening over the last year, two years. We've seen these auction prices going up and up, right? And, you know, and it doesn't take much for, you know, you get a couple of new participants that are coming in at kind of like a commercial, you know, sort of a, you know, like an enterprise level, if you will, right? That, you know, that it, raises the price. It, it's pretty, it's really simple. Like when I came into the market, right, I have... Let's just call it, I have zero domains. I, I had a bunch of domains, but none of them were like really good. And I wanted to have some really good domains. So when I came in full-time into the market, right, there was like, you know, the OGs who had their portfolio, they got it for either reg fee or 
you know, back orders or, you know, they're paying, you know, some fixed price to like just get folks of names. But regardless, <coughs> their their fixed cost was very low, let's say, right? And so, you know, as prices started moving up in the market at the at the wholesale level, those guys aren't adding names to their portfolio because they're like, you know, they're, they don't want to cost average up, right? And so they're like, all right, I got a portfolio, I've got great names. These prices are not for me. And so they just, you know, live their life and they gradually sell off names. For me, I'm coming into a market without that, you know, uh, 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 cheap inventory. And so I, if I decide I'm coming into the market, I'm coming into the market, I'm going to buy whatever the market is. I'm trying to buy maybe under market. I'm trying to, you know, let's say arbitrage the market, but I just have to accept the circumstances of the market because I'm new blood into the market. And so, you know, now the tables have turned. I've got a portfolio of names that I didn't get cheap, but cheaper than the prices in the market today. And, you know, I'm asking myself the same thing. Do I want a dollar cost average up? Or do you know? Do I want to just say, all right, I've got what I've got. Occasionally, I'll get an opportunity to get something good, um, and um, you know, add something else. But I'm going to just roll with what I've got and and let whoever's coming into the market now, uh, you know, willing to pay those prices, let them buy it, right? And now, it doesn't make one right or wrong, right? Like the guys who are already in the market. When I entered the market, I've now blown past some of the people who had already been in the market for 10 or 15 years and had built incredible portfolios and were making a lot of money. And I left them in the dust because I came in and I just did something different. And there's going to be people that are coming into the market and they're going to leave me in the dust someday. But, you know, it's just everybody's in a market at a certain place at a certain time with a certain perspective. In certain circumstances, and you know, right now this market just isn't for me. It seems because I get priced out everything. Yeah, but that's a fair point. Clearly, there are a lot of people willing to pay those prices, and so that is the market. And so I can bitch and moan and say, you know, the prices are too high, and da da da. But that's the same thing that people were saying when I was coming in the market, and I was like, oh my god, that's an incredible one word dot com. I'll pay fifty grand for that at wholesale because I know I can sell that for. Two hundred and fifty or five hundred thousand dollars or a million dollars, and so you know, somebody else is looking at it with that same perspective, yeah. and I'm regularly selling names, uh, you know, too cheap, and it's because I'm looking at it from the perspective I've got, whereas somebody who came in and bought that name today at wholesale might be looking at it going, no, I'm selling that for five times what you would sell it for, right? And that's it. It's just market cycles. You yeah. know, just new entrants, new new time periods. Well, and then, yeah. So and I think, look, to summarize that, get in where you fit in. And <laughs> and ultimately, you know, I think the market is an interesting place where there are enough participants in there that are willing to spend money on domain names, recognizing the value of domains. And uh, I think that it also shows, though, that you've got, and I've seen this too, you know, from the, you know, from the other side of this business to know that, you know, we've got folks that, you know, whether it's through API access or otherwise, you know, have like, you know, their routine is every day. They're in there making sure names are not underselling, even though there are opportunities to be had. Um, 
you know, there's still, you know, there's a lot of money that flows into the domains on a daily basis, you know, purchasing this inventory, not just obviously a name jet, but a GoDaddy, a drop catch and, you know, and whatnot. So, um, but yeah, so, so same deal. I mean, there's a lot of good names on this list. Some maybe that aren't so great. Ultimately it's kind of, you know, depends on what your value of the domain is, what your plan is for it and uh, where you value it. Um, I think a lot of these are, would be great to get at certain prices and obviously not great at others, you know, so once they cross that threshold and that's somewhat personal, but, you know, also market driven and that's generally understood by, you know, folks who kind of know what's what. So, um, all right, well with that, let's move on. We've got one more segment left. I think just real quick, I think warranties.org to me was a name we didn't mention that I like that I think is an interesting name that is a non-com. Uh, there's also comrade.net, which I don't like as much. But um, I kind of like it. It's like, yeah. the you know, the Russian comrade. Yeah. Oh, that, I I mean, like that's it. what it is. I mean, you yeah. know, so it's, uh, you know, I think it's an interesting. I think that's one. a meme. I like it. All right. Well, see, so glad I mentioned it. The only nets I touch are like crypto and like something super hot where they're okay. like, okay, I can't get anything else, but it's a, a super good word, like some galaxy or greek god or something like that okay i'll dig that but you know i think we covered the ones that to me that i really like i love solar glow um you know it's got that super low appraisal i think you get that one pretty cheap and i think that's got some value greenhouse energy i think is cool um you know ozaki which is like a japanese surname i think is an interesting name uh it was also a character in some japanese video game i believe um so i think that one's kind of cool you know there could uh you know be something there um, and then, but I think get more leads, which we mentioned and astonish.com, you know, as a, uh, kind of wrap up, I think we're, we're ones that for me, you know, if, uh, astonish, I really, really like, I think that's one where, you know, like we said, you know, I, it could go into five figures on name jet. Oh, oh yeah. Astonish yeah. will go into five figures for sure. It should, if um, it doesn't, then I'm buying it. <laughs> yeah. Astonish is, on, no, astonish is a hundred percent going into five figures. Yeah. My guess is. 30. Yeah. Yeah. I'd say 25 just because whatever. I'm just going to throw a number. Yeah. But it's just crazy how those things now are. Yeah. I mean, that would have been not, I wouldn't say retail a couple of years ago, but it's certainly, certainly five times what wholesale was a couple oh, of years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, and that goes to show you. I mean, this is the whole thing about this new wave, though, too. And this ties into the fact that this umbrella of digital assets includes domains crypto, NFTs. What people don't realize also is the more people are willing to now spend $20,000 on a digital ape, it means I'm also willing to spend $20,000 on a domain potentially, you know, more aggressively than I was willing to before because the general, like the audience now is gotten to be so much bigger. And all these crypto companies and NFT companies, um, you know, are also very web and digital savvy, you know, yeah, sure. They're willing to use .ios and things like that, but they also recognize the value of strong.com domains and just, good domains in general, you know, which was also a point that we covered on Alvin's podcast yesterday, which was, you know, it was like, you know, and we covered this on our NFT show, which we kind of really were banging this drum towards the end of the show, which is really that the, you know, the, the knowing and understanding what's happening in the NFT and crypto market will help you understand, you know, trends to value domains and recognize opportunity in domain names. But I think just the general fact that people are willing to spend all this kind of money on digital assets, we saw this as a trend from COVID and beyond, is that, you know, people recognize that, the, you know, we exist in a digital world now. And domains are, are, par, are such a key piece of that. 
And, uh, you know, it makes it so our little niche bit industry is even, you know, more expanded than ever. So mm-hmm. you've seen that with some of these prices. So good stuff. So let's move quick. We won't even take a break. We're going to slide right into segment four because I think we covered a lot of ground here. <laughs> this is also why we break this down. Now we've got grand opening. Now we're grand closing. I don't know that we've got a ton to talk about here. So I think we're and we're, we're, we're over time for sure. Um, but do you guys have anything else that we haven't covered that, you know, the audience needs to know about or anything else that we've got to promote or kind of push? I mean, we've got some really cool announcements coming. I know on the media option side, but we still, you know, we're not there yet. So this is just a teaser. We're close, though. We're real close. Teaser. <laughs> teaser. Then, you know, it's coming. Something's coming. And, uh, you know, but other than that, I just want to hype up the fact that we are, you know, release a lot of shows in those last couple of, uh, you know, a couple of weeks. So we've got, like I said, three domain Sherpa reviews in three weeks. You know, I just, I did the show with Chris Jenkins where we talked some NFT stuff. Uh, you know, that was, that show was a lot of fun. A little Sherpa sports for y'all. Um, then also we got the NFT episode that just dropped, uh, Ape Ape Baby, um, which we really get into really into the weeds on. But what's so crazy about this NFT stuff is a lot of that stuff. You wait another three or four days to listen to that show. By the time you listen to it, none of that shit matters. It'll be obsolete. <laughs> so but check that Absolutely. out so a ton of content that we're hitting you with right here in the middle of the summer so don't think we're sleeping or not working we are putting in work so check that out um and if also call looking through the surfboards work yeah 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 exactly and uh you know and also like i said i did the episode uh on kickstart commerce with alvin alvin brown uh we will have him on the show actually we're scheduled to have him on in two weeks um, so, you know, that'll be great. Cause we've been trying to sync that up for a while. He's been on the show before he was on the red zone, uh, with, uh, for NamesCon. got some cool stuff coming up there too. Some stuff that, you know, will be coming out soon for their, the, the conference coming up. Uh, so yeah, so a lot of coming soon, but a lot of stuff happening right now. So that's, what's up in the meantime, you know, check us out with media options. We got the newsletter that we keep dropping with a lot of great content, uh, a lot of great domain names um, and, uh, you know, check out our blog. I don't think our blog, it's enough recognition. We've got James Isles writing some incredible articles. We've got some stuff we've been doing on the Michael Saylor show uh, from that interview that Drew did with, with Saylor, uh, you know, a few months ago. So was that a year ago by now, I guess. And uh, probably, you know, so, uh, but yeah, but so, you know, check it out. We got stuff. Holler at us. Oh, is that one of the surfboards? Is you got oh, a gold, gold surfboard. surfboard? He got a gold surfboard for his dog, for his gold dog. You got to holler at Billy and tell him to put the dog on the board now. You know what I mean? And put yeah. that in the universe, bro. The uh, anyway, so just kind of talking about what we got going on. But yeah, check out Kickstart Commerce, Alvin Brown. I got the podcast with him. We'll have him on there with us. We just keep doing what we're doing. We're expanding the Domain Sherpa Network. We got a uh, new show. We're going to be uh, announcing soon. Maybe even some additional content after that uh, as we continue to work through that. It's going to be a busy, busy fall and into the, into, you know, 2022. I mean, it's crazy that we're halfway through the year and then some, but it's moving and doing and we're grooving. So it's all good. Uh, Shane, you know, I know you got the Colonel White and fur bhouse.com is buzzed. <laughs> yeah, the da- the daily list. We're still working at DSAD. I got, uh, as I've talked about many times, I got all my Twitter accounts banned. So I'm at, at Shane Cultra <laughs> is my, is my account. And I'm more engagement. Free shame. So hang on. Free shame. Is that is that is that like definitive? There's no coming back. I don't know. Like I I I didn't get told why. I just broke the TOS and and anything that was associated with that phone number, which was most of my accounts, Uh got 
wrangled in the net. Like my bee house site, I just got at Botany. Literally had it one week. Oh. Uh, and Twitter gave it to me. Like oh, literally man. Twitter went through the whole thing. So um, uh. it's one of those things though. And, and, and we all say it. Unless you own your domain, you don't own shit. Like, and that is a great hey, point. Yeah. That is the point. Own your you domain. Your own your yeah. web, own your digital presence. You know what I mean? That's why yeah. even when it comes down to these NFTs and stuff, it's like, look, you know, you own the rights and it's important to know what rights you own, you know, because if you own a CryptoPunk, you're actually limited according to their TOS as to how much money you can make through derivative use, right? The apes, it's there's no limit right now, you know. So, you know, understand that and understand, but most importantly, like own your domains. Like, we could talk these, you know, there's the conversation about the decentralized web, web three, handshake, all that kind of stuff. That's even further down that line of autonomy and ownership of your presence. But, you know, but it also has to resolve and be able to be usable. So, you know, at the end of the day, right now, dot com, dot io, you know, like call them the ICANN accredited domains. Like, yeah gotta have your names like that's what use it your tools to. i mean social media are great tools but the house has got to be yours it can't yeah. be the house and same uh, thing with like shopify you know shopify is a great platform you know what i mean put it on your domain it's all yeah. good you know it's yeah. easier than ever to do these things but you know yeah. but at the same time well, it's i definitely awesome. got uh i again it is luckily i had another account i have several other accounts that i i mean i have a legacy account that i've had for I don't know, since Twitter started 12, 13 years, that that's like my backup, backup account. If yeah. you, if you, you see me it. on at B gum, you know, I've been just, <laughs> no, then, you know, they've been getting them. You got to get your, you know, they've just destroyed age, me. But so free Shane, free Shane. That's what's up. And then yeah. separately, we also got our apes are working on their track. Ape shit. They're in the lab right now working on that in the studio. That's coming soon. Along with a lot of cool stuff. We got the Zootang clan, AKA the zoo. You know, it's uh, we got things happening. So, all right, with that long show today, we appreciate you guys. This was a lot of fun. Shane, Drew, as always, thank you to the audience. As I say on every show, thank you so much. Without you, there's no us. We're here for y'all. Hit us up. Like we just mentioned, a whole lot of different ways to get at us. Twitter, you know, social media, LinkedIn, you know, give us a call. Go to the website. Throw comments up on DomainSherpa.com. Let us know what's good. Um, otherwise, we will be here for y'all next time on Domain Sherpa, where all roads lead to domains, and we'll see you all then. Peace. See ya.